Arizona State basketball is going to have to absorb another loss as guard Jay Heath has decided to enter the transfer portal. But on the bright side, via the transfer portal, this time football, Arizona State has got themselves a new guard in the form of former Valley kid Joey Ramos. Meanwhile, Arizona State also lands a 2020 commit at the quarterback position in Israel Carter. We'll talk about all of that on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. You are Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for all things Arizona State Sun Devils. Thank you guys so much for making the Locked on Sun Devils your first listen every day. Remember, this podcast is free and available on all platforms, such as, but not being limited to, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the Odyssey app, Spotify. You can also check us out on YouTube if you would like to see this podcast in a visual platform but wherever you get your podcast make sure that you like subscribe comment share rate all that good stuff if you're on twitter go ahead and hit me with that follow at richie brads 36 you can also follow the podcast while you're there as well at lo underscore sun devils make sure that you stay in touch with everything locked on sun devils this podcast is monday through friday giving you all the in-depth detail on football basketball a little bit of baseball and a little bit of everything else with that being said, let's go ahead and hop right into the conversation. Unfortunately, we got to start off with some bad news as Arizona State is going to be losing guard Jay Heath to the transfer portal. This is just one year after Heath had actually transferred over to Tempe following a two-year stint with the Boston College Eagles. Yes, that sounds right. Either way, he was with Boston College for his first two seasons before coming over to Arizona State. And finding himself a little bit of a niche with the team, nothing too extreme. Now, his first two years in Bo- at, uh, at Boston College, he was far more productive than what he was doing at Arizona State. In his two years, he was averaging 33.5 minutes a game and putting up 13.6 points a game. That did decline considerably in Tempe. Now, he still had a very good role with the team, but compared to what he had at Boston College, definitely a step down. Went from 33 and a half minutes down to 28.4 minutes per game, down from 13.6 to 10.6 points a game. That 10.6 was good enough for second on the team in terms of points per game. But unfortunately, the playing time did go down. The opportunities weren't as good. And even more obviously, the Sun Devils were not a team that ended up competing for a spot in the Pac or not the Pac 12 tournament in the NCAA March Madness tournament. This was, this was supposed to be a year where Arizona State was going to put together a very good squad of guys and finally make that push to get back into the March Madness tournament. But unfortunately, things did not go their way. They finished sub-500. They went one and done in the Pac-12 tournament. And nobody truly stood out as like this all-star player. You had flashes of guys like DJ Horn. Uh, Marion Jackson came on late in the season, but Marcus Bagley only played two and a half games this year. It in a best case scenario, two and a half games. You you had some highs with Kamani Lawrence, but unfortunately, he did not go out with a bang the way that we had hoped. Jay Heath was one of the more 
consistent players for the Sun Devils, but he he didn't really find himself in the starting lineup very often. Now, this is very unfortunate because again, Heath was the was the second leading scorer on the team with 10.6 points a game. Arizona State was one of those teams that was consistently rotating guys in and out of the lineup because Marion Jackson eventually was on the bench and Jackson was your lead scorer, I believe. I don't quote me on that. But nonetheless, Marion was getting a lot of time. Obviously, you had to get Jalen Graham involved. Enoch Bache was getting some time as well to go with your starters. But Jay Heath, unfortunately, didn't cling to this Arizona State program the way that he and fans hoped, which has ultimately led him to hit up the transfer portal. What is in store for him next? I'm not totally sure. I'm, I'm not sure what a landscape looks like for Heath. He is a talented player, and he is about as consistent as you can get. He, he, he really did kind of take a step down this year, though, compared to what he was doing over at Boston College. Looking at the rest of his numbers here, just for what it's worth, he went down from a, excuse me, uh, so his field goal percentage actually did go up. He went from a 41.7% uh, shooter to a 42.3% shooter. Uh, his two-point percentage did go down significantly, though. Went from 46.6 to 41.8. He did make a significant Im improvement in his three-point shooting, though, going from 36.5 to 43%. He improved on his free throw percentage, going from a really, really bad 62.3% to 74.1%. So overall, his his Big play ability, I guess, is what you would call it, shooting deep and then going on the line and making his shots improved. But his overall consistency everywhere else on the court definitely took a, a pretty significant step backwards. And overall, I, I feel like there, there was much to be desired from Heath's short stint with Arizona State. But at the same time, I, I do feel like he gave you quite a bit in a season that was very lost, murky, and underachieving. So it, it is a bummer to see Heath go. This doesn't, this doesn't surprise me, though, or it shouldn't surprise a lot of people, considering what Arizona State has brought in with both of the... Oh, my goodness, I'm going to blank on their names. Uh, Cambridge. With both the Cambridge brothers coming in, Desmond and Devon, you also just brought in uh, Warren Washington through the transfer portal as well. So you're bringing in a lot of bodies and it's not a surprise that you're going to lose guys because this isn't the first guy to transfer out as Jalen Graham earlier in the year also decided to transfer out of the Arizona State Sun Devils basketball program. So unfortunately, ASU is doing some classic addition by subtraction moves and they're losing good players because both Graham and, and Jay Heath were very important pieces for the Sun Devils this year, but they are bringing in some proven guys. Devon Cambridge, as great friend of the podcast, uh, Zach Blackerby had pointed out, is one of those guys where he's gonna he's gonna make some superstar plays every every now and then, and you know ASU will take that. You'll take the consistency from Desmond Cambridge, and then you'll take some more consistency from Warren Washington. The guys that are all coming into the program, it's just unfortunate that you have to lose guys like Jay Heath, who proved to be a reliable asset to your offense especially in a year where you didn't have that kind of reliability. So that that's pretty much my thoughts on the Jay Heath situation. Wish him all the well, all, all the luck in the world, wherever he ends up 
absolutely just no hard feelings. Sorry it didn't work out. Thank you for what you were able to give us. Best of luck moving forward. That go ahead. That that goes ahead. I still feel like that doesn't sound grammatically correct, but that'll go ahead. That's much better. And wrap up the first segment here of the Locked on Sunnables podcast. When we return, we're going to talk some more positive news, this time flipping it over to the football side of things. As Arizona State was able to get two new players into the program, we'll talk about both of them in just a moment here on the Locked on Sunnables podcast. Our next partner has a product that I use literally every single day. I wasn't sure how to feel about Athletic Greens at first, but I wanted to take to take a try on it because I hated taking pills and vitamins and wanted the supplement that actually tasted great. Plus, I wanted to see what all the hype was about. What is this stuff anyways? Well, with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, recovery, energy, focus, aging, basically all the things. It's lifestyle friendly too. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. It supports better sleep quality and recovery, supports mental clarity and alertness. It's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. It costs you less than $3 a day, you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting all your different supplements yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, recommended by professional athletes and trusted by leading healthcare experts such as Tim Ferriss and Michael Gervais. Right now is the time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water a day. That's it. No need for a, 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 a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com college. Again, that's athleticgreens.com college to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And again, thank you guys so much for making Locked on Sun Levels your first listen every day. Remember, this podcast is free and available on all platforms. And big announcement for you guys here. For the first time ever, Locked on is hosting live coverage of the 2022 NFL Draft from our studios in Dallas with pick-by-pick analysis from our local team experts and draft gurus. Tune in all three days as our NFL draft team guides you through every pick and every trade in real time. It all starts Thursday, April 28th at 7 p.m. Eastern, available on the Locked On NFL and YouTube and on the Odyssey app. You don't want to miss that because there's a lot of Sun Devils in this draft, guys, and you want to make sure you're paying attention for what's going on. But focusing on what we have now in 2022, we have another piece of the puzzle being added to Arizona State right now, this time in the form of offense of uh, uh oh my goodness i'm like totally struggling in the form of offensive lineman joey ramos now ramos fun fact actually played at deer valley high school out here in the valley my dad made sure to send me a text this morning and rub it in my face because dad was a skyhawk way back when the school first opened so 
was their initial graduating class. Fun fact for any of you old geezers out there who also went to Deer Valley way back when, looking at you, uh, Matthew Mastriano, but neither here nor there. Focusing more on Ramos coming in here. This is a guy that's going to continue to add some more depth, some more some more bodies and more competition to an offensive line that that's losing a lot. You're losing Kellen Deesh and Donovan West, both of whom are looking to be NFL draft picks this upcoming Thursday through Saturday. I don't think they're first round picks, but you get what I'm saying. And they also lost a uh, right guard, Henry Haddis. Now, Ramos is the fourth transfer now to join the program joining Des Holmes from Penn State, Chris Martinez from San Diego State, and Emmett Bull from Northern State. So bringing him in is going to continue adding to this nucleus of guys who have some experience, but more than anything, when you're transferring out of a program to come to a new program, you obviously have some kind of chip on your shoulder and want to prove yourself and show your former team why they should have started you more or why they should have given you more opportunity more often than not. So you're hoping that this is the case with Ramos now that he is coming to Arizona State. Now, he is a six foot five, 305 pound offensive lineman with experience both at right tackle and center. This is going to be really, really nice for Arizona State because they just, they, they've got so much to, to reload here, including the center position and the right guard position. So, having a guy with that kind of, of position versatility on the offensive line is very, very important. And I have a feeling that he's going to be somebody to really, really keep a close eye on as this upcoming season comes and gets ready. Obviously we don't have any more spring balls, so we don't get to see him in pads, but we can absolutely expect him to probably be working out with his, with his teammates throughout the, throughout the summer. Obviously, he's going to be in the gym. That That's a no-brainer, especially for an offensive lineman. You constantly want to see those big boys in there pumping iron. But nonetheless, the, the most important thing that I gather here is, the again, the position versatility is going to allow you to kind of maneuver him and figure out where a good spot would be for him. This is really, really important because you're, you're replacing three of your five starting offensive linemen, and there's there truly is a need for these guys, not just because you're replacing, but because there, there is no like slam dunk guys in here right now. You got Ladarius Henderson and I can't remember the other kid's name. You'll, you guys will have to forgive me, but neither here nor there point is you, you really have a wide open competition right now. The more bodies you can add, the better. I'm happy to see that Arizona state is continuing to look outside of its of its borders to bring in guys and naturally it's it's one of those like feel good stories to bring back a kid who actually grew up and played in the valley now he did uh, uh taking a look at what we know here uh he redshirted in 2018 appeared in 12 games in 2019 started five games in eight appearances in 2020 however in 2021 he was moved into a reserve role playing 13 games primarily as a special teams participant. This is quoted directly from Saturday Out West via Derek Peterson. So, and, and then he continues to talk about what I already mentioned, where he played right tackle and center. 
for what it's worth, when he was uh, playing at center in his 23 snaps, he posted the best pro football focus grade of any of his fellow teammate uh, Iowa State Cyclone players. And in 2020, he was on the field for more than 350 snaps. So not a ton of experience, but when he's out there, clearly there there is something that he's doing right. So we're hoping that that can be a trend that continues as he goes and likely finishes his career where it all started. That's going to go ahead and wrap up my thoughts there on the addition of Joey Ramos to the Arizona State Sun Devils. And that, therefore, is going to end the second segment. When we return for the third and final segment, we did get a new commit coming to the program in the form of quarterback Israel Carter. I'll talk about that in just a moment on the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, guys, without further ado, let's not waste any more time. Let's just go ahead, get into our final segment here as we talk about the incoming commit that is three-star quarterback Israel Carter. Now, the background that I know about Carter here, through uh, 24-7 sports, he is a three-star quarterback commit, a hard commit for Arizona State, which I believe is their first commit of the 2023 class. But as always, I have been wrong many times before. Taking a look at what we know about him here, he did have some other offers from the Pac-12, including Oregon. So that's a really good get from them. They also pulled him away from Washington State and Colorado and UCLA. Had some other intriguing options as well. Uh, Nevada, uh, Fresno State, UNLV, San Diego State. I'm looking here. Massachusetts, Kansas, BYU, and Akron. So a lot of different options here for Israel Carter ultimately decides to choose the Sun Devils. If I had to guess why it's because he's looking at this quarterback situation and he's probably sitting there thinking to himself like, yeah, I could probably find a way to stand out over these guys. So Carter's coming in as a six foot one, 180 pound uh, mobile quarterback. So according to uh, sports360arizona.com, and their writer here, Jordan Ham. This kid was a part of a two-quarterback system over in... That, that is a great question, and I'm glad you asked. He came out of a school in California, which, funny enough, this school is in the same area that we had linebackers Brandon McGee, Fontes Burfick, and Shelly Lyons that came out of. Uh, Corona, Corona Centennial was the was the name of the school. So in his part-time system there with other quarterback Carson Conklin, it, 12 games, Carter, uh, quote here, Carter, who styles his game after Deshaun Watson, threw for 844 yards, eight touchdowns, and one interception last year, also rushed for 316 yards and eight additional scores on the ground while leading the Huskies to an 11-1 record. He has had a productive offseason, picking up multiple offers and winning the quarterback MVP at the Under Armour Next All-American Camp in Southern California recently. End quote. You'll love to hear it. 
what I enjoy the most about this is knowing that he is this mobile quarterback. And I know that it's it's such a cliche to want mobile quarterbacks in today's day and age of offenses, but this is especially important for Arizona State because the Sun Devils value guys who can move around so much. Like they they want those guys. They want those guys that they trust to break out of the pocket, extend the play, beat you with their legs, improvise, and everything else under the sun that comes with that territory of being a mobile quarterback. It's when we've seen Arizona State at its best with Jaden Daniels and Manny Wilkins and Taylor Kelly. This is when the offense was at its peak performance. This is one of the reasons why I want Emory Jones here is because I feel like Jones can give you that kind of boost as a mobile quarterback. This is one of the reasons why we're thinking Trenton Bourget could be the front runner for the starting job is because he is that mobile quarterback option. It's what Arizona State has become accustomed to over the last 10 plus years. So Israel Carter coming in seems like a no-brainer for everybody involved. Carter clearly is going to be in a system that he understands and is comfortable in as he gets ready for his final season with the, with the Corona Centennial Huskies. Meanwhile, Arizona State gets their one year. They get 2022 to figure out what the heck's going on at the quarterback spot. And if nothing has ironed itself out, then there you go. In comes Mr. Carter to provide some more depth, more competition to the quarterback room. So you have that opportunity to figure out if you have your quarterback of the future on the roster now, or if you're going to be looking at Carter's Carter's arrival into Tempe as a potential stepping stone for your franchise. Overall, for your first commit for the 2023 class, I like it. I think it's a solid move. And I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing more guys commit to us. Now, for what it's worth, sure, he's only a three-star guy. It's not like you got like the number one quarterback in the nation. I get that. But you did pull him from other Pac-12 schools, including Oregon, which is a huge, huge get for you. Now, is Oregon the class of the Pac-12? They're, they're kind of, yeah. They're like one of the three or four best teams. They're not what they were, you know, five, six years ago, but they're still, they were just in the Pac-12 championship game. But getting him from Oregon is a big deal. You got to take these victories where you can get them. And part of those victories is understanding that it's not exactly easy for Arizona State to pull kids like this especially within the conference. So take your wins where you can get them, guys. Israel Carter coming to Arizona State, that's a win. Don't look at the star rating. Don't look at anything else. Just understand that you got him from other Pac-12 schools. And maybe most importantly, you got to commit. Because remember, we still have this ongoing investigation with the NCAA right now. We're still waiting to get hammered for it. And you have got your first commit. It's the first big step, and you guys should be very happy about that. But with that being said, that's going to go ahead and wrap up my thoughts for this entire Tuesday edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Thank you guys so much for making the Locked on Sun Devils your first listen every day. Remember, the podcast is free and available on all platforms, including but not being limited to Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. You can check us out on Spotify and the Odyssey app. We're also on YouTube if you want to check this podcast out on an audio platform or a visual platform. But wherever you get your podcast, make sure you like, subscribe, comment, share, five-star, all that good stuff. We put out the best Arizona State Sun Devils content in the whole wide world for football, basketball, baseball, and otherwise. 
Monday through Friday. If you're on Twitter, make sure you follow me at RichieBrads36. And follow the podcast while you're there as well, at LO underscore Sun Devils. Now do me a favor, go ahead and make your second listen locked on NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. Just like the Locked on Sun Devils, it's free and available on all platforms. And until next time, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils.